Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 424. As part of our Business Build-Out interview series, our guest today is David Brown, host of the Business Wars podcast from Wondery. If you've ever thought that the phrase, business is boring, is true, I have the absolute definitive proof that it is not. Business is intriguing and engaging. And chronicling some of history's most compelling rivalries is also intriguing and engaging. Our guest today, David Brown, host of Business Wars podcast, will tell us all about business rivalries like Blockbuster versus Netflix, Nike versus Adidas, Marvel versus DC Comics, as well as a special trailer from the Business Wars upcoming episode titled, We Crashed. You'll love that, so stick around. Business Wars gives you the unauthorized real story of what drives these companies and their leaders, inventors, investors, and executives to new heights or to ruin. And host David Brown, a master storyteller with a background deep and broad as managing editor and anchor of the daily statewide public radio news hour, Texas Standard, based in Austin at the NPR affiliate KUTFM. David Brown is a former anchor of the Peabody Award-winning public radio business program Marketplace and a veteran public radio journalist for more than three decades. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show business build-out interview series via internet phone journalist, storyteller, David Brown. David Brown, host of the Business Wars podcast from Wondery. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a, how's, how's the weather up there? In, or did you say you were in Washington? Is that right? Yeah, Washington, D.C. It is, it is as cold as the East Coast. We are having, it's a beautiful blue sky today here, but it is cold. As, as they say here in the Atlantic, uh, the Northern Atlantic, cold is a mackerel. So, cold is <laughs> a mackerel. Well, I used to live in Annapolis and I have a, oh, okay. a real soft spot in my heart for going and checking out the cherry blossoms in the spring. So, that's not too far away. I mean, it's, it's no, that's neighborhood stuff. And, sure. uh, yeah. and, I, and I know you're in Texas and so all, all uh, well there and uh, good weather you're having? Or, oh, or- yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was about to say yeehaw, but uh, actually, it's it, yeah, it's 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 pretty nice. Actually, today today we have a little bit of rain, and you get that here in Austin, Texas, from time to time. But it's a welcome respite from you know from the long dry spells, and we do get a considerable amount of heat uh, usually during the year. But it's mm-hmm. been a pretty pretty moderate winter down here. The cedar trees, oh my goodness! I bet you have listeners in Texas who know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. There's this mm-hmm. thing called cedar fever that everyone just gets, oh, so miserable. So I hope you'll forgive me if I clear my throat once or twice. It's that cedar stuff that just really ugh, gets it gets to gets to me anyway. It gets to a lot of people down here. Well, as I say, this, uh, this is going to be about business wars. I'm a fan. I'm excited to talk to you. You clear your throat whenever you need to, and I'll <laughs> fill in blanks, and we will, we will make this work. I'm excited to uh, talk to you about business wars. And, and, and as I say, I'm, I'm a fan. I guess the, the cool thing about this show is you get to dive so deeply into business stories and their importance. And, and I, I enjoy business too. But do you think that that kind of that deep dive is what makes business wars different from other business-related programs? What, what's your sense as to you know kind of what the mix you know, is here? Because it's certainly a wonderful show. It's a it's a really interesting question, and from time to time, I'll have someone ask me about that. 
Years ago, I worked with a program. You may have heard it. Maybe some of your listeners, Paul, have heard of it. It's called Marketplace. Mm -hmm. And it was, yep. uh, it's on public radio. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, I was there for the inception when they started it up. And it was kind of weird what they were doing with business reporting because they were doing it from Los Angeles, which is not exactly known as the hub of the universe in the financial world, right? I mean, it was just a, what are you doing in Los Angeles? In fact, I think at the time they were in Long Beach, even further from you know the, the, the financial center, what, what was going on. But it was an interesting approach that they had at the time. What they figured was, who needs another business show? We have a lot of business shows out there, and there are a lot of specialty programs that dig deep into, into business. But what about a business show for the rest of us? Because there's a reason that a lot of people, including myself, really love business. And it gets to the human side, the storytelling side of business. And frankly, the more that I've been involved in this kind of journalism, business journalism, the more I realize that, that, that business reporting isn't really just doing the numbers. It's not just, you know, the ups or downs. It's not just the markets. It's not just the dynamics of, of the economic world. It is, it's the human element that makes it so truly riveting. I mean, one of the things that happened when, when I was first approached, you know, for Business Wars, the podcast, uh, you know, the podcast world was just taking off. And one of my colleagues from Marketplace was already working on this new idea for a, for a new podcast that would be centered around business and thought of me. I'm awfully grateful that she did. But uh, the, it had a different sort of approach. And this time it would be about the giants of commerce and the stories of how they kind of went to war, you know, went, went to battle with each other. And ultimately, you know, why are they doing this? Why do we have uh, Chevy versus Ford or Coca-Cola versus Pepsi or Nike versus Adidas, you know, why do these titanic battles happen all around us? And they do. If you just look around, look around wherever you are right now, and you can probably see, you know, Samsung versus Apple, that sort of thing. Why do we have these sort of battles of the Titans that define much of our modern world? And sometimes, sometimes it's because there's a competition for your wallet, no doubt. Sometimes there's a competition for your eyeballs, for your attention, because that's ad dollars. Sometimes, and this is more often than not, sometimes it's because someone has a great idea and they want to take on another guy or another woman. You know, it's just, it's kind of, I don't want to say blood sport because that sounds too nasty, but sometimes it's just about that human element where you want to see if you can outdo that other person. And it happens more frequently than... <laughs> than not, to be honest. And I think that that human element is what makes business wars sort of stand out. We sort of accentuate the human side of that dynamic, what it is, what it is that causes these, these titans to clash. And it's very much a story of our lives. I mean, I'm sure, you know, just think about growing up. <clears throat> I remember one of the first toys I ever had was a Hot Wheel. And I was in on the ground floor, man. I mean, I had the first, <laughs> I had the first early edition Hot Wheels. But, uh, and, and it, funny thing about that, I can remember who made Hot Wheels. Mattel made Hot Wheels. And I became a kind of a Mattel, I don't know, I'm not going to say a fanboy, but 
But I, I, I knew what Mattel was. And over the years growing up, I, there was a certain soft spot that I had in my heart for Mattel, the way that some people have a soft spot for Apple, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, interestingly enough, we ended up doing a series on the toy wars and how that evolved. And it was a fascinating look at, you know, frankly, some of the most iconic things that, that have been a part of my life, probably part of yours too, and part, part of your listeners' lives, especially growing up, but how they came to be and uh, it, uh, how Barbie happened, you know, that sort of thing, it's, which is an amazing story unto itself. But once you start to throw in these dynamics of, of companies like, you know, Marks, I don't know if you remember Marks, but, um, you know, they're no longer around. But some of these toy giants, how, how Mattel ended up besting them, but ultimately kind of take, if kind of fall into second place because of the dynamics of the digital page. Uh, so anyway, I, I find that kind of stuff absolutely transfixing. I mean, I, I can, I, I love digging deep on those sorts of stories. So long-winded way of saying you, you, you hit the spot when you say the, the deep dive on some of these stories. I think that what Business Wars does is by focusing on that human element, it makes it somewhat more universal than a lot of um, what you might call sort of hit and run business journalism that you might find uh, you know, on some of the business channels and that kind of thing. Yeah, thanks for that. Because I really do get this sense that that you love business from the marketplace of the world to business wars yeah. and just all of that focus. What have you learned about business wars that surprised you? I think the I think the thing that surprises me most is the uh, is the level of hubris that you know, when, when you see somebody who thinks that they've got something figured out or thinks they have a really great idea, and quite often they, they do have a great idea, you find that um, something else happens. There's, there's something, and, and this is another thing that I find interesting to reflect on as I work on these stories with our you know, team at Wondery, uh, the, the, the company that produces Business Wars. I think what, what, I, what I discover is that Quite often, I can see myself in one of these roles. Not that I'm a captain of commerce, not that I have those talents, but but that I can imagine. I mean, if you are the creator of the first computer, you're going to feel on top of the world, and and everyone around you is going to tell you that you are the captain of, of of all industry. And then along comes some upstart, and you 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 don't see it coming. It's that kind of hubris that I think, since doing business wars, I've reflected more and more on um, how in so many ways, large and small, uh, what happens in the world of business can also be found in your own private or personal life. You know, you'll, you'll catch yourself thinking, um, thinking, wow, you know, I was sort of on that path too, or I was sort of thinking that this is the way I should go, but maybe I need to be a little bit more thoughtful or a little bit more humble or a little bit more reserved and maybe turn to a trusted friend. Quite often in these business wars, there'll be someone close to you that may have an answer or may have a way out or may see something that you don't see as a CEO or a corporate titan and you ignore it. And that person may be frustrated and do an end run around you and go to a competitor. Or it may be, that you you aren't able to leverage that intelligence for your own benefit, and so you lose. It happens more frequently than than certainly than I imagined it would. 
And it also, also happens often that between friends who are partners, people who trust in each other, the more success that you achieve, the harder it is to maintain that level of trust, you know, that, that, that sense of kinship. And, and that, that's something that it makes me think again, you know, as, as we continue to grow in our own you know, personal lives, are we doing enough to hold on to those close to us and to, to cherish all that they bring to the table? You know, uh, so there are little things like that uh, that I find fascinating, you know. Well said. Thank you. You use this great phrase, uh, David Brown. You, you say these stories of our lives. I really yeah. I love that. And so I want to take a story, certainly that my audience will be very familiar with, uh, an upstart, as you suggest, uh, maybe a few years back, Netflix versus <laughs> Blockbuster, the kind of undisputed champion at the time of vid- video rental. And... Um, you know, we all know the days of standing in line now waiting to pay for your Friday night blockbuster <laughs> video are long over. So the rules of how that service is now being provided are, are, are just totally rewritten. I would imagine that that's a story that has to be high on your list of great yeah. business wars to tell. So how, how do you decide which of these business war stories to, to really dive into and tell? And, and this, is, this is history after all, and yeah. they are these stories of our lives. Yeah, you know, I'm glad that you point that out. I think it really is important to to, to reflect on what was it, what was it that Churchill said about you know uh, those who forget history or are condemned to repeat it or something along those lines. I, I think you do sort of see that as a pattern over and over. But I love that you mentioned Blockbuster because get this, uh, the other day my daughter who is uh, ten found something uh, inside one of my books. I had stuck it in a book. Years ago, you'll never guess, it was a Blockbuster membership card. And she said, <laughs> Dad, what is this? Oh, and it's just all this rush, you know, rush of memories and everything. But yeah, I can remember it would be a Friday afternoon and we'd rush down to the video store and we'd try to find a video, but we didn't, ah, someone's already rented the one that we really wanted. So we'd have to get sort of something else. And of course, there was popcorn there on the way out. You could get the microwavable popcorn and try to make a night of it. And it was a kind of a, it was a certain, uh, I don't know, uh, everybody getting ready for the weekend kind of vibe going on at a blockbuster. And you'd be standing in line and, and there's something else too. And, and I wish that I could put my finger on it, but I find myself fascinated by this aspect of modern history. When we're in that moment, like when we're at that blockbuster in 1997 or whatever it is, if we could put a pin in that and say, you know what? We're going to look back on this in 5, 10, 15 years. Let's just soak it all in. Let's try to, let's try to remember what was going on, how we felt, what we were doing, you know? And I think the most interesting business wars, at least to me, are those, those battles that revolve around experiences that each of us can kind of relate to because we've been a part of it. You know, uh, we've, uh, we've covered a lot of different businesses. I mean, one of them that I'm in particular interested in, for example, is Southwest versus American Airlines because part of that is, is because I'm, I'm a Texan. And Southwest has a certain, it speaks to me, you know, because it's a great Texas company. And for the record, so is American. But this was a battle of Texas Titans. And so there's a certain something about that experience that speaks to me. But it's also 
more universal because anybody who's ever flown on planes or anybody who remembers how hard it was, you know, to get a plane ticket, how expensive it used to be and how, frankly, how much more liberating it was once you were on the plane. You know, I mean, you didn't have all the rules to get into the terminal and all this sort of thing. It's a, it's a real rush, you know, to experience that. I think, um, some of the stories that when we're trying to decide which stories we want to go with, we're thinking about those experiences and how well they'll resonate with our listeners. You know, are we going to be talking about something that is really going to be a, a, a very specialized story, maybe a fascinating and important business story, but maybe something that it's a little hard to feel a kind of connection with? Uh, well, we're probably not going to race to do that one right away. We might work on it. We might try to, you know, uh, see if we can find someone who can who can uh, tease out the, the 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 elements of it that make it a great story. But it's storytelling first, and I'm glad you picked up on this. It's storytelling first when we're doing these podcasts because there are several people behind the scenes who are involved in making it happen. You know, there's a there's a writer, and quite often it's someone who's literally written the book on say, whatever that industry is or whatever this business battle is. And then we'll have several editors who will go through and try to manipulate that to make it work for the ear. And so these are quite often people who are experienced in the craft of radio, uh, especially public radio. Uh, uh, if, if you're familiar with that public radio storytelling sensibility, I think you'll understand what the business wars approach is as well. And then... Uh, once we have uh, approval, we massage the, the, the story for the ear, if you will. And I'll sit down at a, at a, a studio here and go through the script with, a, with an editor listening in. And I'm in Austin and the editor is in Los Angeles. And then uh, it'll go up to a soundscape designer, a sound artist, who will weave in all kinds of sound effects. And uh, they'll take my voice. I do a little bit of... Uh, Sometimes I have to do a little bit of voice acting and that kind of thing, and they'll, they'll enhance that so that it's clear that it's not me speaking, that I'm doing a voice of someone. And so there, there's a, there are a whole lot of people involved. It's not, it's not just me. And, um, you know, the, as you probably know, Paul, I mean, the real heroes of, any, of, of this medium are the producers who really never get the, all the credit. And, uh, and they really do make Business Wars, I think, a fun experience for the listeners, certainly uh, and it goes that, that's true for really all podcasts. I mean, one of the reasons that people are so attracted to podcasts is because they're so immersive and and the producers are the people who who make it uh, feel intimate and special, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's so true. I, I I have to give you you high marks and your team high marks for the sound bites, the historic period elements that that you use i think the sound effects are so so well done and the the aspect of storytelling first is really what what makes i think business wars a winner so so david brown tell us what's next for business wars and 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 maybe tell us a little bit about the upcoming episode that i know this is a big one that's going to air uh, coming up on january 29th we're talking here on the 21st of january about another week away we've got a big episode coming out so what's that all about <laughs> i'm so excited about this episode this 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 next series is um some of your listeners may be familiar with it uh there was a company called WeWork that offered not just a place to do your work, but it was almost a, 
I don't know, it was, it was hyped into something much bigger, almost as if they were trying to change the world with these office spaces, the, these places where you could lease some space and do some work, but not just do work. You would get to interact with other human beings, and together you would create something bigger for the universal we. Now, if all this sounds kind of like gobbledygook, in a way, it turns out it sort of was. But here's the spectacular thing aspect of WeWork. It was started by a very charismatic uh, six-foot, five-inch gentleman with long hair. People fell for him. People really felt not just for his idea, which was basically a glorified workspace, office space, but but his his evangelical zeal, I guess you could say. And uh, he created something that ultimately would become a multi-billion dollar enterprise. And investors kept pouring money into this concept of WeWork until ultimately it was discovered that, well, like the emperor has no clothes, right? That something was amiss in this paradise. Uh, I think, now I think we may have a little trailer, you know, something like what you see at the movies. This is a podcast equivalent. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can roll that if, uh, if it's okay. We'll do that right now. Coming up on this season of We Crashed. I genuinely believe he thought he was building something great. I think Elizabeth Holmes thought she was building something great. I'm always suspicious of people who are charming because my dad liked to remind me that Ted Bundy was charming. Who does this? Do all the people at Deloitte go, Deloitte, Deloitte, right? Or Goldman, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. It's weird. It's just so weird. You're not elevating anyone's consciousness, buddy. You're running a fucking desk. Thanks so much, David Brown, for sharing that trailer from the upcoming episode of Business Sports Podcast. It has been a pleasure to speak with you. I know I work for myself. I work really pretty much by myself. So this upcoming episode about WeWork is going to be a good one for me to listen to, just as they've all been. So <laughs> David Brown. Well, you're, you're very kind. You're very kind. I have to say, I hope that hope that you'll look for it. I, I didn't mention the title. It's called We Crashed. So if you're looking for it, yeah, you don't want to look for WeWork. You want to look for We Crashed over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening Perfect. Right well done. We'll put links up to where you can find out more information about Business Wars, awesome. about uh, We Crashed, and about David Brown and the uh, host of Business Wars Podcast. Thank you, sir. Great to talk to you. And, you know, I'd love to have you back sometime and catch up about your uh, your next few business wars. Oh, that's awesome, Paul. Well, thank you so much. You've been an awfully generous host. It's been a real pleasure to talk with you and your listeners. My thanks to David Brown, host of the podcast, Business Wars. You'll find links to Business Wars in our show notes today. Remember, the upcoming episode, We Crashed, is going to be airing soon. My thanks to you, our wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Please keep your emails with show ideas and questions coming and send them to me at info at notold-better.com. Remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>